0: A rich man's world. I have turned the storm of this but the a rich man's world. All right everyone, welcome back to the Talking Fit podcast. Welcome Woo! back. Episode 10. Wow, double
1: double digits. digits.
0: Uh we've come a long way.
1: <laughs> Haven't we?
0: Uh, still early days. Um we're back with another episode another week and even more questions because <laughs> um, I seem to be getting a decent response
1: especially on TikTok yes
0: especially on TikTok wow <laughs> um, but yeah I've got more questions again this week pretty juicy questions
1: yeah some controversial ones mm-hmm. like usual though that's yeah. just what nothing we're famous new here.
0: for nothing new um, but I guess we'll keep the intro short and sweet again um,
1: yeah, let's get into it
0: Hello and thank you to all our returning listeners <laughs> Shout out
1: We love y'all
0: What is what is your question for this so week guys? So my
1: question has been circulating around the industry for, for many, many years mm-hmm. Is sumo deadlifting cheating?
0: Oh, that's a big one That's a big one
1: What do you reckon?
0: I reckon that it is I've, I don't know. I don't know. There's plenty of people that do sumo deadlift and look, they do it heavy and I don't even know if I could do it sumo. That's the one thing we'll have to, I have to test this for me to really get my knowledge on it. But at the end of the day, you'll like shorten the range of motion significantly.
1: Can I just ask, so... I think the range of motions shortened by like twenty to twenty five percent.
0: Oh where wow, really? Yeah. Where'd you get that number?
1: I got it off the internet. The
0: internet, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um.
1: But I was trying to look up journal articles to find some actual real valid evidence. Mm-hmm. But my laptop just went flat. That's
0: all right, that's all right.
1: But may I quickly ask you, what is cheating? What makes it cheating?
0: Well, it's the fact that Conventional came before sumo, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the accepted gold standard of a conventional deadlift is with your feet relatively closer together than a sumo. Now I have to be like right next to each other. And it, it is harder because you see people that sumo, they can do more sumo than they can conventionally. What does that suggest? That sumo is easier. So I know what you mean in terms of the word cheating. That could.
1: Is sumo, can it not just be its own exercise slash variant?
0: Yeah, I, I guess so. But when you see people go, I can deadlift 250 kilos. And then they
1: whip out sumo. sumo <laughs> yeah, but they
0: don't say like, I sumo deadlift 250 yeah. kilos. So yeah, it's it could be its own movement. I know what you mean. But what what is it specifically targeting that conventional isn't? You know what I mean? Like, if it's going to be its own movement, it has to target a muscle in a different way.
1: Yeah. So, that's what I was trying to find. The muscles that have the most activation during the sumo. Mm-hmm. When you just do a general Google search, it mostly says your glutes, adductors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it says hamstrings or not.
0: I See, I don't know. I There's some people that sumo and it's not too bad. Mm. But then I've seen some people that sumo and they barely lock out because they come up like instantly because yeah. they've moved it like what half a centimeter off the ground, and some some sumo it just it, it gets too exaggerated that I think the movement could be considered not cheating if it wasn't so exaggerated by some people. Some people are virtually doing the splits when they're about to do it. And then other people have got just a slight... They go for a little bit wider of a stance. But, yeah, look, I'll say I'm definitely more on the side that it's cheating. And Daddy Seabum said it was cheating too, so... I'm
1: not sure if I think it's cheating though. I just think it's a variant of a deadlift. Mm -hmm. If we're going to sit here and go, oh, sumos need to get in the bin, well then... Throw every other variant of a compound exercise in the bin as well. Say goodbye to heel elevated goblet squats. That's cheating. You're elevating your heels so you can get better, you know, I, yeah, I know what you mean, range but, of motion. Uh, but, but, I know. but
0: it's more, the deadlift is like a powerlifting movement and is like a it's like one of the big three compound movements.
1: Yeah, but squat's one of the big three, but look at all the variations but, built off yeah, of a true, squat. Yeah, true,
0: true. That's true. Um,
1: you know, it's just a variation to make it a bit easier, I think. Mm, What's mm-hmm. cheating about that? I understand that if somebody says, oh, I can deadlift 200 kilos and then they do a sumo deadlift. yeah, Obviously, that's not the same thing as a conventional. Yeah, But I don't think the movement itself is cheating. I think it's just a variation of a conventional that can be used if, if you want it to be a little bit easier to load more. Well,
0: is sumo accepted in by powerlifting standards? I don't
1: standards? think so. I don't well, don't quote me on that though. I'm wouldn't, not sure.
0: If that was the case, wouldn't that then completely defeat the purpose of it because powerlifters are allowed to bench press with the smallest range of movement. I'm sure people know what we're talking about, those videos of yeah. people bench pressing probably like half a centimeter off their chest ridiculous like they take such a wide grip with such an exaggerated arch yeah and it's accepted so if sumo isn't what's that saying about sumo then maybe sumo just should be accepted or maybe it's really maybe it is cheating
1: i can agree with that if they think so if they're gonna accept the new bench press which decreases the range of motion by a lot. Almost more than eighty percent, I'd mm. say. Nearly ninety percent. Double it. Then yeah, what's wrong with sumo? Yeah. If it's only a twenty to twenty five percent decrease. Mm. I don't understand that. Yeah. So in my books, if anybody's gonna be like, oh, sumo's cheating, but then they whip out that stupid yeah, arch, yeah, yeah. you know, wide wide grip, yeah, and they push three centimetres From their chest, yeah. like, I'm not going to take a single lick of advice or I'm not going to even listen to your opinion. I know what you mean. Do you know know what what I mean? mean. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's
0: hard for me to have an opinion on it because I don't deadlift unless it's like an RDL or something anyway. I don't don't just deadlift. Yeah, neither. So, like, I'm not really competitive about it. So, I'm not like, oh, you know, I conventional deadlift and then here are pricks doing sumo and they're like, I just think
1: people that hate on sumo are just they're just sour Wait,
0: well, hang on you were hating on it before what did you watch some video before you were on the side of sumo is cheating were when? you not before you were when's before like before we started this uh, you just caught then. me on a blind side just then yeah
1: no i was trying to find out what muscles were being used
0: no i swear you were like oh yeah it's uh, you've said before it's cheating Have you go. I? that's ridiculous yeah
1: Just because maybe I said it a year ago doesn't mean I still think it. I've educated myself now.
0: A year ago is an exaggeration. Well, come on then. If you're
1: going to come out here and accuse me of saying it, come with the facts, please.
0: Grace has been copping hate on TikTok. And so now she's on this. She can't can't take it when people put her up on the wall. Well,
1: tell me. When did I say it? You
0: would have said it in the past probably when we wrote that question down. I remember when I said that question and you were like, yeah, it's cheating. Or when you heard C-bum say it was cheating, you were like, yeah. You've said it before. I'm, I'm surprised. That's why I'm, I thought you were on my side.
1: Well, psych, I'm not.
0: Oh, well, look.
1: What are you going to do part, about it? For the hmm? most
0: part, I reckon that it is cheating, I'm going to say. I
1: just think unless you can define what cheating is and then put it in that box i don't understand how it's cheating and yeah. how it's not just a well, variation of a deadlift
0: well it's called a conventional deadlift for a reason Yeah, and it's con-
1: called a sumo deadlift for a reason cuz it's yeah, different but people you're are just putting the it movement. yeah but people
0: put it under the same category as deadlift people go i oh, could i'm deadlifting and then sumo Whip out a sumo. That's 90% of people. So what
1: are your thoughts when somebody says...
0: Some people have the variation. They'll go, I can sumo 230, I can conventional 200. So you 200. think it's That's not... So it's fine. not
1: cheating if they state that, oh, I'm sumo deadlifting.
0: Yeah, and they also have so like... So the movement they have itself isn't PB. cheating. I guess so. I guess so. But if you're just saying it's a deadlift, I don't... I just... I guess you can't really say it's cheating. I'll say it's more of a cop-out than anything... If it's harder to do conventional, and conventional is called conventional for a reason, well, so he's does making that it easier. mean
1: that you're like machine hack squats? Are they a cop out? They take Ooh, away the no they take saying, away the no instability. Saying, no one's doing a
0: hack squat and going, oh, "I can squat whatever that number is." People like a conventional barbell squat is where you would go, oh, "I squat this much," not hack squat. That's different.
1: So you're not hating on the movement; you're just hating on. When people don't classify it, it's sumo that I'm well, doing. I guess so.
0: Yeah, I guess so. So what's
1: and your answer? And some people
0: exaggerate the movement too much that it's like...
1: Yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that it can be exaggerated. What's your answer then? Is it cheating? Or For is the it... most
0: part, I'm going to say yes. You've if backtracked you're...
1: about three times if here, you're... Lewis. What
0: are you doing? What? Why are you making... you? Why have you just put me on a in the corner? Because
1: just... you put me in the corner before and you were like... I thought you said that I was cheating Yeah
0: And you did You have
1: Yeah but I've, I've changed my mind
0: Okay um, She's been watching a lot of Ryan Dewars recently I love Ryan Dewars A couple of weeks ago we did the Ryan Dewars episode <laughs> She didn't know who he was <laughs> yes. Now she Because she's copying it on TikTok at the moment For being She got called an uneducated female <laughs> She's like I'm on my Ryan Dewars grind now I So am. no one can No one can oppose my opinions What is this? What do you
1: mean, what is this? Well,
0: I'm so... I've just been caught off guard you're completely. Just, wow.
1: Yeah, because I'm, I'm actually coming out of We're, at we're
0: coming in with Jimbro knowledge and science. Not wrong, You were on Google Scholar before your laptop died.
1: Yeah, what's wrong with that? Get out it's of it. It's valid information. Get out of it.
0: I know, but get out of it. What the hell?
1: I thought you were a science... You know, yeah, I thought I you am. knew the principles of research. I am,
0: I am. But I don't want to bore everyone either. Okay, so, all right. Well, I'll say then, if you're whipping out a sumo and you said, oh, I can deadlift 230, and I'm like, all right, let's see deadlift 230, and you whip out a sumo, and you didn't clarify it, and you don't have a conventional PB, you're like, oh, I see them as two separate movements, cheater. But if you're like... Not because he he so sumos. This is not fair. He bear. does separate. He, no, but if you like anyone, I'm just using him as an example. Okay. He does separate. Uh, he says he has a PB for conventional and a PB for sumo, which is fair. That's, that
1: is very fair. It's
0: whatever. If it, it's it's, But I don't see – for me, I don't see the point, really. Why? If it's a couple kilos, like 10, 20 kilos more than your conventional, you're just doing it to go, oh, I've pulled that much. It's an ego stroke. See where I'm coming from? I see where you're What's coming from. What's the point? Just stick to the conventional then, especially if it's harder. It, yeah. It's harder it, for a it reason. It
1: just might work better for some people. If you like can what do, if you
0: can conventional twenty kilos less than it, then it's just an ego stroke, is what I'm seeing it as. To just go, oh, let me sumo to say oh, I can deadlift two thirty instead of two ten. What do you think about 210. Matt
1: Does Fitness?
0: Yeah, I know he he yeah he sumos as well.
1: What do you think of it? He doesn't conventional.
0: Well, nah. See. He has
1: a a back back injury though, so he can't conventional.
0: Well, don't deadlift at all then. What's the point? I don't get it.
1: But he can the sumo. The whole movement
0: is overrated he in my opinion. I just likes... don't like deadlifts in general. No, so. neither
1: do I. But if he enjoys deadlifting oh, and he can sumo. Okay, if you
0: have an injury then, an underlying injury, sure. We can make up all these possible scenarios of where it is acceptable. Because yes, at the end of the day, it's there for a reason. And it's not cheating. But I'm talking in the majority of the general public who are uh, mobile and healthy and can do it. And they've someone's got a their own uh, conventional PB and a sumo PB. And their sumo PB is like 20 to 30 kilos heavier, but they know they have a conventional PB that's less. What's the point? It's an ego stroke then, isn't it? But I'm backtracking on the question. The question is, is it cheating? You know what? If it's not accepted in powerlifting standards, maybe it is cheating then. I think it is. I think you can have a, maybe a what? Can you? Maybe you can't. We we'll have to clarify that. We'll
1: have to clarify because that, I'm not sure if
0: it if it look if it isn't and they are accepting those ridiculous bench press forms. Then well, I guess it's cheating, isn't so
1: it? So I can understand what you're saying. When in the terms of yes, if you're going for a deadlift PR and someone's doing sumo and someone's doing conventional and the sumo guy can lift heavier, in that circumstance. I understand what you mean that it is cheating because of the alterations of the movement that allow it to be easier but I think the movement itself if anyone's just implementing it just because they like sumo better I don't think it's cheating it's just a variation of a deadlift but you just can't you can't use it alongside a conventional like you can't compare the two between two different people. Do you know what I mean? If you conventionaled and I sumoed and I could sumo heavier than you, well, obviously, then that's cheating. Like it's like not- it's And not, you were using that as not a term fair of comparison.
0: Deadlift. You were saying we're deadlifting and you did sumo and you could do heavier than me and I was doing conventional. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: you can't use it as a valid comparison mm, yeah. if you're comparing who I can, can agree lift with that. heavier. Yeah, I agree with that. Because obviously you're going to lift heavier doing sumo. Yeah. But the movement itself, people hate on it a lot. And it's really just a variation. Like, if you're going to hate on sumo, hate on all of your different squat variations. Because at the end of the day, they're all cheating unless it's a barbell back squat. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hate on all the different push up variations. Hate on all the different variations. see, See,
0: this is, this is, this is, it's, you're going a bit far off it now because a sumo and a conventional deadlift are so much alike, but just a slightly, it's slightly easier to sumo, but they're virtually almost the same movement. A hack squat and a barbell back squat. No one says I squat 200 kilos. No, I understand in reference that. To, no one whips out a hack squat and goes i understand maybe if you were saying like yeah heel elevated squats and whatever uh if it's easier or whatever but this is like we're talking it decreases the range of motion you literally said it decreases the range of um motion yeah it does so whatever squat variation that i'm not talking about the
1: sumo right now in terms of pr going for a pr i'm just talking about it as an exercise in general
0: well, who's sumoing for any purpose other than any, like just to go? I can de- just to deadlift. A lot of people. Who? What? For, to do what?
1: To do what? To work the muscles. that
0: It works. What? What muscles? You know that it's horrible for hypertrophy. You're on your iron Dewar's grind. He said himself, it's terrible for hypertrophy. He doesn't like either deadlift. Like, I know people like d- doing it for strength's sake or whatever, but what well, I like, I don't know. Don't like people, deadlifting. Well, in I don't know.
1: People just do it because they want to.
0: Okay, we're catering. I
1: can't change that.
0: The people that just want to. But I don't
1: care if they do it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? You're getting scared to have a a, like a solid opinion.
1: You know what my opinion is. I don't think it's cheating. Sumo isn't cheating. That's my opinion.
0: You are, but because you're saying, oh, if people want to do it, then go for it. I don't care.
1: Well, that's that's. I get it. But we could say that. We
0: could say that about every single question we bring up. But we're just here to just have our own thoughts on it Just in general Yeah, I know That's
1: my own thought Okay, okay. If people want to do it for hypertrophy Even though it's not good, do it
0: But that's stupid That's backwards Well, you
1: go and tell them that
0: Okay, I will Alright, good Everyone, if you're doing deadlifts for hypertrophy Stupid It's useless
1: You heard it from Lewis himself
0: Yes, it's useless Go ask anyone. I don't care if... And then it comes to this, oh, the optimal boys are just overcomplicating everything. Yeah, whatever. Okay, whatever. Whatever. All right. Final thoughts. What?
1: It's not cheating. It's not cheating. And okay. I've said that this whole episode. I'm not scared to have an opinion.
0: I, I'm just saying it as the statement as it stands. Is it cheating? Obviously, we can pick our scenarios of it or if they're saying this and then they do this and then whatever. But... I'll just stick with saying that it's cheating. I'm sure, whatever. Okay, cool. Done.
1: It's not cheating. Worry about yourself. Uh,
0: So my question for this week is how useful are both RPE, which is rating of perceived exertion, and RIR, which is reps in reserve, how useful are they considering the accuracy of both? because they're both a uh, someone's somewhat subjective and objective measure of... uh, So uh, you would use RIR, uh, so reps in reserve. If you were... Like, say you went to failure, you'd have a zero RIR. You give yourself a score at the end of your set, um, which means you went to failure, you had nothing left. Or you'd say you had one or two or three. And then RPE is out of 10 isn't it so if you have an rp of 10 you've pushed yourself essentially to failure no because it's the most you could have exerted on those reps that's it um and say if you had a five it'd be like you were 50 percent, right okay how yeah how useful are both of those considering like the accuracy because i see them everywhere now on tiktok people going Oh, like I get it's more of a powerlifting thing, I think, but I've seen even like Ryan Dewars do it as well and they go on about like, oh, like this is my set of chest flies with RIR of two or something yeah, and whatever. And for me, I just don't really understand. Maybe it's because it's more of an advanced thing and maybe I just don't, because I don't do it myself. Maybe I just can't understand it for that reason. But how could you go like... Because they're always... You're always going to failure mostly, right? You go to... At least I'd go to when I can't do really another rep, really. So, does that mean I'm always doing an RPE of 10, an RIR of 0? Probably not. I reckon they'd say no. But, like, I don't get it then. I don't get how I could come up with these, num- these numbers that they come up with. You know what I mean?
1: I think you just have to know your body really,
0: really, really well. well. Really well. You have really to well.
1: be really experienced and know your body really well to know that you've only got two RIR, for example. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to know what your absolute threshold is to know when you're below that. But
0: even then... I feel like there's a very, very small percentage of people who lift that know. Yeah. I don't know if I'd know. I I don't know if that's because I'm just not as experienced as these people that do use it. But like even people who are powerlifting and I've only been lifting for maybe like two years as well, like I have, it's just like – how do you know? I like, think it's
1: just a matter of practice. And people practice. come out with
0: like RPE of 8.5. How the fuck did you get that? Yeah. That's that's like the most so bullshit thing
1: ever. RPE isn't the same as when someone says do like 75% of
0: your one, one match. Yeah. Is that the same thing or not? I don't think so. I think it's just giving... 85. See, that's, I don't get it. I, in that, in that regard, I'm not sure. Maybe I it does.
1: I can get around the whole, um, oh, do 80% of your 1RM. If that's what it you means, can then that's a bit, that. yeah,
0: that's, that's better. But
1: if it doesn't mean that, then I'm not too fond of RPE. I know they teach you that in PT school, um, to gauge your client's RPE. You talk to them during the set, and if they can, say a sentence that rpe is like five or something and the less ability they have to talk the harder they're working that's how they told you to sort of gauge the rpe
0: oh yeah okay so all right so no it's not the one rm thing uh, i've found a an rpe scale and it says what each one is so a 10 is max effort feels almost impossible to keep going completely out of breath, unable to talk, cannot maintain for more than a very short time. Uh, Nine, very hard activity, very difficult to maintain exercise intensity, can barely breathe and speak uh, only a few words. And then say if we went to four to six, moderate activity, breathing heavily, can hold a short conversation, still somewhat comfortable, but becoming noticeably more challenging.
1: I feel like there's too many variables that go into that. That's silly,
0: but because you couldn't talk to me even if I was doing kind of not that hard. Yeah. Anyway, because it's distracting mm-hmm. too, so that's a weird way I to feel gauge like it. Like
1: RPE, I'm not a fan of. There's too many variables that can l- limit the accuracy. So, I don't know. I just don't like it even, that much. Even
0: I don't quite get reps in reserve if you go, I had three reps in reserve. What does that mean then? Like go heavier, like
1: No, well I know that people like, use it throughout training blocks. So one week they'll work with like four reps in reserve and then they'll work up towards the end to one R I R at the end of their training block. Then they'll deload, then they'll, you know.
0: Yeah. I get it's it's much. It's of just a like a strategy, thing. I think. Yeah, uh, look, there'd be definitely like some good well, reasoning behind it. But can it like be
1: used to track progressive overload?
0: I guess so. I guess so. But if if you did five RIR right, and then you do the next week the same exercise, you do four. Well, you could have done four the week before, no, because you could do f- you had five reps in reserve. You shortened it to four. You know what I mean. I'm just confused. I, I don't understand
1: really... that, but maybe they mean it in the sense that you do it with five RIR next week. You increase the weight, so you've only got four reps in reserve. Yeah. Look, I'm. I don't understand it too much. I reckon it's I've overcomplicating things. Not like done quite it, a lot. but yeah, I feel like it's very extreme. And if there's a purpose behind it that's actually reaping results for someone, I guess, use it as a strategy, but I wouldn't yeah, bother. But <laughs> maybe
0: maybe if you know yourself that well and you're a power lifter and whatever and it's a strategy that they just use, I guess but for virtually anyone else that goes to the gym, I don't see a purpose to it at all.
1: I suppose maybe some people don't want to be training to failure every time, though. Ooh, there must be some yeah. sort of reasoning as to why they're not training to failure every single week. Uh,
0: well, I get So, well, RPE, we found, is...
1: RPE, I think, is a miss.
0: Bullshit. Because it's, it's, it's a subjective scale. Well, they're both somewhat subjective but i feel like rp is more subjective because i could have just felt like an rp of 10 but realistically it might have only been an eight but maybe i just i don't know it's maybe i'm just exaggerating how exhausted i am or something you know what i mean like it's
1: yeah i don't know i
0: don't really get it as much
1: i feel like
0: I don't I don't I don't really know how people I get it's a it's a it's an estimate. I get people are estimating but when I see people go, Oh no, that was like an eight point five RP and stuff, it's like bullshit, how do you know?
1: If you don't know your one RM for an exercise, but you still want to make sure that you progressively overload, you can use rest and reserve.
0: So R I R? Yep. Okay. So, wait, say it again. So, if you know your 1RM max... No. So, if you don't know what oh, your oh, okay. 1RM is... Yeah.
1: ...but you still want to work on progressive overload... Mm-hmm. ...you can use uh, RIR to sort of gauge where you're at. Okay. Except then I don't see how that works because if you're using RIR... ...you'll be doing a set with anywhere from what I'm guessing the very lowest three to twelve reps. How is that gonna calculate? I no, don't... that's what I mean. Actually, wait. So if you have one R I R, how is that gonna help you calculate what your one RM is unless you're only doing one rep of it? One or two reps. Do you understand
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, it's confusing. And and wouldn't it wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't progressive overload be better seen in like virtually any other aspect, like say you do three sets of eight of bench press and th- on the eighth rep is literally like with maybe one rep in reserve or something you at the most really or zero essentially because you want to go two or virtually nearly failure, right? Then wouldn't progressive overload be seen in you the next week doing an extra rep in each of those sets, which if you went to zero, then like, See what I mean? Like, why yeah. not then just always go to zero yeah. if that's the case, or you know, or it would be seen in adding weight and dropping the rep range down, like other ways, not this RIR stuff as well. Like, I don't no, quite I don't understand. Get it?
1: I don't understand it.
0: Um, we've just watched a Ryan video. We've Dewar's just done our, a
1: little bit of research. Uh,
0: um, so RIR, he said, of zero does not equal failure, but he does recommend... It's it's your perception that you can't do another full range of motion rep if you have so RIR of zero.
1: you could do more reps, but your form won't be good. But is that what they're what's saying? What's the point
0: then? Like, see what I mean? Like, I don't get it. But that's failure then, no? Because you would want a good full range of motion rep. That's when I always typically, when I know I'm going to like... My form's going to go real shit on this next rep if I want to try and do one more. Like... And then what's the difference because if say even if I try to do a good full range of motion rep so I'm doing like flies or something I'll go and I can attempt it right but then I don't quite get it but I'm not going to go for another one because I didn't quite get that so I will stop is that failure then Yeah That's I'm it. um, it's just weird it's it's this is this is a prime example of like I love the optimal boys and stuff and whatever but this is a, that's a prime example of like that's just fucking confusing to be honest with you. This whole RPE RIR stuff has just gone over my head big time.
1: RPE just, I find is an easy one to be like that's just rubbish. A bit stupid. <laughs> yeah. RIR is very confusing and I feel like I wouldn't worry if you're not into that because you can still get really good results not calculating your rir mm. just go to failure yeah just, and just keep progressively overloading on weight or intensity or reps yeah you know you don't have to do that sort of stuff yeah that's yeah. really advanced yeah
0: very and i feel like it's one of those things if you've got an rir of four your perception of it could be way off like yeah. you could think four. four is like a fair amount to keep in your bank you might end up figuring out if you actually try to go for it, you get to four and you go, I can do yeah, like another Yeah, there's four. a lot of
1: room for error. So there's
0: a lot of room for error, I feel like, with it, especially when you're doing big ranges as well, like big numbers. Maybe if you're saying zero and failure, I suppose. But yeah, it's there's lots and lots of room for error in that case. So I feel like that for the general population so even myself included and out each other yeah it's really useless to be honest and just do like if you're if your last rep you, you can go say you did your last rep say you are going for eight and you go and you get eight and it was like very slow or hard and you just go and attempt a ninth like you should just attempt it anyway if you get it that's how i always do it and then you get a little bit and then not Good enough. If that's RIR of zero or F, like you said in that video, or one, like, wh- who cares? You've pretty much fouled for that set. Like, you weren't going to do another good rep. So, why would you? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's failure. is stopping when you can't do another good full range of motion rep, correct? Unless you do partials of an exercise, but yeah. that's different, so.
1: Yeah, I feel like if you just don't want to go to failure every time, you... Can know within yourself when to stop
0: if you want to. Some people can't, I will say. Some people's perception of failure is if you haven't been lifting long enough, you would think, oh, shit, this is hard, I'm done. But you didn't realize if you'd focus and really no, go on for it. No, I'm saying if you're
1: yeah. not trying to go to failure oh, right. and you want to not lift as heavy for some reason. I just don't. I don't see what RIR is used for what are the benefits of it i'm confused is it just a measurement term like is it just a way to measure i'd
0: say i'd say it's just a, a measurement term to be honest with you because yeah i don't really get it either myself now i know what it means we've just done a bit more research so um rir say so you did a, a, we'll go back to the three sets of eight bench press right Uh, We'll just say a set of eight. Top set of eight of bench press. And that was your RIR was zero, right? You went to failure, at least your perception. The next week you went for eight reps again, but then you felt like you could have done another, but you didn't. That would be RIR one. So you've added a rep in reserve. So
1: then you know, you can maybe increase a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. We've had a breakthrough. So people don't mean, they don't read off their plan and go, oh, I have to do three sets with four rir no they'll do their sets and go oh i had four rir so they know that next time they can increase the weight is that correct
0: yeah yeah so you wouldn't go in before the gym and go do these to an rir of like five or yeah yeah that's because it's just a measure you
1: use afterwards of intensity yeah so you know when you need to increase the weight or not yeah wow we've learned some things (laughs) amazing and and he
0: said rpe is more for strength but I'm going to say RPE is pretty useless, to be honest. Yeah. Just, you don't have to give yourself a numbered score. You can just say, shit, that was hard or oh, that wasn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Either one.
1: <laughs> okay. So RIR, that makes sense now. So it's just an additional little tool you can use to know when you can continue overloading.
0: Yeah, I guess. But then it also is still inaccurate but... to an extent because your perception could be wrong. Like, if you then went to do that rep, you might find that, oh, actually, no. Like, it can feel that way, but then your perception can be off. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Back to the real question is like how useful they are considering their accuracy. I'd say RPE is not very useful. useful. You don't have to give yourself a score of how hard it was. You just, like I said, it was either hard or it was all right or it wasn't too, like, it was pretty easy or it was somewhat hard. But RIR, yeah, For again, I'm going to stick with if you're in the general public, no, don't bother. Like it's, yeah, I guess so, if you want to, there's other ways to track progressive overload, I feel like, than RIR, so.
1: I have to agree. Mm. I don't think either of those are greatly useful. Yeah. For just the general gym population. Yeah, Population Any tool, I guess, but yeah. you've got to know RIR, your shit. RIR, can, I guess, is useful for those Who are training for a specific purpose. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But for everyone else. To get stronger or improve quicker, I'd say. Yeah. If you're looking at an eight week, twelve week training block with someone, they'll probably give it to you because they've only got so long to get you to a certain point. But if you're just you, like, or just anyone in the gym, like obviously we want to maximize time in the gym, but that's probably a bit much to be honest you can implement you it can if you can maximize want, your
1: time without in using other ways it. yeah so, so i think it's a good little tool but i don't think it's all that necessary yeah
0: rir is yeah it's got i can see the purpose of it but rpe nah nah i don't i'm not for it anyway we, <laughs> we seem like we were underprepared for that second question yeah, wow <laughs> um <laughs> but anyway deja vu it's another week and you know another. what time
1: it is. Natty, natty or, or not? People want to know are you Natty or not? <gasps> Woo! Woohoo! All right.
0: Natty or not for this week. Grace.
1: <gasps> it's my queen, the goddess, Lean Beef Patty.
0: Oh, I thought we were doing someone else. Okay. <laughs> All right. Lean Beef Patty, Grace's gym crush.
1: I love Lean Beef Patty so much.
0: Okay. Um I say i need to have a look quickly at a video and i will gauge i'd say she's pretty toned but nah lean lean beef patty i'm pretty confident i'd say that she's natural
1: i reckon lean beef patty's natural i like to think that she is and i have faith that she is she has the same views as us on steroid use
0: so, well, so, in that case, she want to be natural because she, she don't want to be natural. a hypocrite. Yeah, look, I will say I reckon she's natural. Her
1: before kind of looks like me, so maybe one day I can look oh. like her. <laughs> oh
0: God. Yeah. She's,
1: she's the pinnacle of the elite women's physique.
0: It's tricky. It's always trickier with women because even the, just the slightly musclier women could well be. Yes. Because women women's genetics when it comes to building muscle slightly or a fair bit different to men so yeah and i feel like it's less common so yeah there'd be more there'd be plenty of women out there that have just that would get I and natty uh would get sorry um uh steroid accusations even though they're possibly not but yeah i'd She definitely, I'm not even worried about my aunts. I reckon she's natural. Uh, Yeah,
1: I reckon lean beef patty's natural. That's an easy
0: one because even just seeing her arms are still like big, but they're very like. um, She's
1: got an insane physique though. Her back's very big. She has a really good back. Mm, Like it's thick.
0: She's just very toned and and she's she's obviously got some. Uh, good genetics for uh, muscle growth, too. Yes. It's just popping, everything pops, sort of. Yeah. Like she's got like a six pack and everything that's, and it's like not like lean, lean. Like she's pretty like big still. Like she's got big shoulders as well.
1: She's very lean, but she's still got size. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Yeah. But I reckon natural. Lean beef patty. <laughs> Natural, give her the natty tick. All I right.
1: just want to achieve that one day.
0: You're gonna achieve the Grace Kellerman physique, which is gonna be even better. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right, and we're coming at you guys again with another week of anabolic or not. Woo-hoo! Yeah, this we're, we're on, <laughs> we're on our last legs of that. I know we're I say trying. it every week. <laughs> It's hard to think of four foods every week, but have oh, we got four? Well, we've only got three this oh, week. Oh, no, it's coming to an end. <laughs>
1: and next, next week we've only got two. <laughs>
0: all right. It's all right. A- anabolic or not? We've got to compromise anyway. So
1: The first one is protein banana bread. We're not going to say what brand, but first one is protein banana bread.
0: Wait, why not?
1: Because I'm just going to shit all over it. But I'd still love a sponsorship by this person.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Protein banana bread. We made some. Protein banana bread. Over the last weekend.
1: It was the most disgusting thing I've ever put in my mouth. No.
0: So, Grace... Foul. The Grace has over exaggerated it not. so much.
1: I literally couldn't even I had one bite and I love banana bread. And I was like, this is just the most disgusting thing. It
0: literally wasn't. It was a very decent like it was cakey with more than it was banana bready, I guess. But
1: it tastes it, it had
0: chocolate chips in it too. Which they were the only sweet. good thing. It was slightly artificial tasting, the I banana flavour I never flavor.
1: tasted anything so artificial in my life. Like, it just tasted like a, a bottle of banana flavoured chemicals poured in this batch. It
0: tasted like the like the lollies, the like banana lollies. But it was still good, but I, could, so I could have eaten that whole loaf to myself. That was nice. Like, no, it wasn't. I mean, I love banana bread. Like I, I love, love
1: banana bread more but, than the average person, and that was just so shit house. I was so sad i was the one that wanted to make banana bread and lewis is like let's make protein banana bread oh yeah so i was like all right well i'll give (laughs) i'll give it a go because i love you but it was so disappointing so i couldn't eat any of it
0: of course we've got to include protein everything you want you want cake make it a protein cake if you want ice cream make it protein ice cream um no it's it was good I, You're tripping You're tripping You and mum Mum had it too And she said it was gross But then dad and I had it And it was good Can So just must say, just be Must just be a you girl You stated
1: thing. earlier in the car That you There's probably four foods On this planet That you wouldn't eat Yeah So you guys just eat anything though we actually have taste.
0: Oh, come and off it.
1: I'm just telling you guys, just make normal banana bread. No. Because this was horrible. This was
0: great. This was great. Grace isn't saying the brand that we got uh, because she's worried about the sponsorship sake. But it was really good. It was really, really good. I'm giving it anabolic for sure.
1: I'm giving it so shit. <sighs> Not anabolic.
0: Come off it. <laughs> All right. Next one. The next one
1: we're staying a bit on brand, is casein protein.
0: The Muscle Nation one. Muscle Nation custard custard casein. The custard protein it is, the casein or whatever it is. So yummy. Grace loves it. I reckon it's pretty – yeah, it's all right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Muscle Nation, if Muscle Nation ever saw this or were listening, like, it's We love you. But if you aren't listening, there's a good chance they probably won't. It's pretty average. It's mid. I'm not going to lie. It's. I love your protein bars, but the custard protein thing. You want to talk about artificial and tasting bars sweet that and crap? Have
1: have the casein Yuck. protein in yeah, them? Yeah, but
0: that's like a little bit, and then there's other stuff. This is just the custard. It's just uh, it's. Nah, it tasted sickeningly sweet. It was no. just like batter, like cake batter. There's almost. a
1: hack that I've seen. Ha- shout out Millie Marshall Fitness. She mixes her custard with rice like a casein
0: with rice yeah
1: so it's like rice in the casein protein i think that would be really yum Mm,
0: maybe but it's it's all right and i don't know what the macros in it were but i'll probably just give it a not anabolic not gonna lie
1: anabolic
0: (laughs) i'm gonna say no i'm gonna pass on it all right next one all
1: right next one
0: this last one
1: red meat
0: Red meat.
1: Red meat is carcinogenic. Ooh. You're going
0: to get yeah. cancer. Grace's mum's been watching hella docos about carcinogens <laughs> and all the, every, finding out her. that virtually any food ever under the sun can give you cancer. Even red meat. But uh, red meat is slightly overrated. I see everyone on TikTok and I don't know where they get the money for it. Although I guess you could say like things like turkey mints are pretty expensive too, but... Eating steak, everyone eats steak now for like dinners and stuff. I don't like steak, and I get it's full of it's full of protein. It's pretty anabolic in that regard, but yeah, I, I don't. But I like I reckon steaks are a red meat is anyway. mints
1: and stuff too, right?
0: So, I think red meat classifies as. I'm gonna just double check it. I'm pretty sure red meat classifies as beef products, pork products, and. What's another one that I'm missing? Lamb. That's it. Beef, pork, and lamb.
1: Because I love mince. Mince is delicious.
0: Oh, here you go. Beef, lamb, pork, veal, venison, goat. Yes. Okay. Whoa. Okay. okay. So essentially, cow, sheep, pig, uh, <laughs> Lewis. baby, baby your <laughs> right cow, You're absolutely uh, mansplaining. Deer and goat. <laughs> Um,
1: that's just for everyone out there who didn't know what those Well, meats. some people might
0: not have known what venison was or something um oh my god but then you've got yeah white meat is what chicken turkey fish fish way better in my opinion like but that's just i like chicken over most things um that's a bit generic but i like like i love seafood too so i'll eat fish all day any day and i have turkey mince for breakfast and stuff as well so i eat mostly predominantly white meat and it just it's just better in my opinion
1: i don't like anything on the bone
0: less fatty too actually so, white meat is less fatty so i
1: don't i am a bit of a slag for mints, though i love mints. you can't have spaghetti bolognese without mince
0: what mince but do you prefer you've had turkey mints. i like
1: beef mints. Beef or lamb. You
0: lose out 90% of the time. You've got to buy the extra lean ones because if you buy the fatty ones, you cook it and you lose like 30% of what you paid for because it's fatty.
1: Yeah, but it tastes good. Nah. Mince.
0: I'm not not a big fan of mince and I eat it every day. (laughs) I
1: don't eat red meat otherwise. Mince and like... All the pro- all the mashed up bad stuff is what I eat, like mints and sausages and stuff. Mm. I do not like anything that has a bone in it.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: like I won't eat a steak well, or a chop steaks don't or like anything. Up bones, but yeah. Well, okay. Well, I won't eat stuff like you know what I'm saying. I know what
0: you mean. You just won't eat red meat other than <laughs> mints.
1: <laughs> so, look, I feel like at the end of the day, though, I possibly could live without mint, um red meat. Oh, yeah,
0: I could. I virtually don't eat it. I just eat, like I said, fish, chicken, and turkey. So, and it's way... It's If you're cutting, holy, get yourself onto the white meats because it's so much less fatty. Um, Wow, so much less fat. And, yeah, they're just... Better tasting overall for that reason too, I reckon. And more protein in them as well. Like turkey mince isn't even comparable to just beef mince if you're talking macros. Like the protein, better, fat, better. Like
1: everything. What is your answer? Oh. (laughs) All this hate, but you don't know your answer. I'm trying to think
0: what red meat would make me backtrack on this and go, actually, no. I'm going to say... See, even when I get burgers, I get chicken burgers, not beef burgers and stuff. True. I'm going to say... It's not anabolic, to be honest. I, white meat's better. White meat over red meat easily every day. What are you going to say? You're going to say not anabolic? Well. Oh, actually, yeah. I beef like mince.
1: some of it. I like beef mints over chicken and whatnot. Like mm. I prefer a meal with mince in it rather than chicken.
0: True, because when you get your Guzman as well, you sometimes get the mince, not the chicken.
1: Yeah, mm. so I'm going to say anabolic just because... It's your only
0: protein source, pretty much. My only
1: protein source is mince. True. So, anything else, any other red meat, though, I can't get around it. It just is so yuck.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But if you're a packet of mince out there, I'm grateful for you. Yeah. And you are anabolic. Yeah. Nothing else, though.
0: All right. Yeah. So, anabolic, not anabolic. All right. That was anabolic or not for the week. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Let us know your opinion. Yeah, and let us know your thoughts and our questions too. So, do you think sumo is cheating? Let us know. And uh, how useful do you guys think RPE and RIR are in terms of uh, measuring things like failure and all that in the gym? Do you guys use those measurements maybe? Please let us let us know. Let us know for God's sake. All right.
1: I do have one new little question for you. What is your exercise of the week? So I want to know what your favorite exercise has
0: been that you've done this week. Oh, we're going to do this this week. We'll do this instead of motivation. <laughs> Boring. All right. My exercise of the week is uh, machine lat rows, but not on the cable like lat row. So on the actual uh, machines or the hydraulic machines. They're not hydraulic machines, but like the pin loaded ones. Because I've started doing them with the ch- – because they've got chest support, essentially. Because I was doing kneeling uh, cable lat rows, but they're a little bit more unstable. And so I've started doing these and I feel the squeeze so much better. And it's just like so much more secure because you're just way more stable with the chest uh, pad. But That's yeah. Good. What's your exercise of the week?
1: My exercise of the week is seated leg curl.
0: Ooh. I've that?
1: learnt this little hack off coach Eugene Teo and you lock yourself in like normal but then you sort of lean forward. You, you lean forward off the back pad. You don't sit back into the pad. You bring yourself off it and you picture as if you're doing an RDL because the movement is essentially the same as you're doing an RDL it allows you to get a better stretch through the hamstrings. If you bring yourself off the pad and sort of sort of arch your back and um, puff your chest a little bit as if you're doing a deadlift. All right. You can get a better stretch yeah, through your hamstrings. Me about that. Yeah. It makes it harder. You should it definitely does. give it a go. It does make it harder actually. It's really good and I've been doing it and I love it so much.
0: All right. Well, there you go. There are exercises of the week. Let us know uh, if you like that little segment, extra segment. We um, don't
1: care if you like it or not. We're just going to do it.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Um, but thanks for listening for another week, everyone. Um,
1: we appreciate you guys. Yeah, we who do.
0: Listen. The people who listen, legends, legends. Legends. We're trying our best to grow this a bit more and stuff. I've made a fair few TikToks and things, and they're doing well because ultimately, at the end of the day, we'd want more people listening. <laughs> um, Absolutely. But. Surely, but surely, but slowly, was that the saying? Slowly, but surely, slowly, but but surely, surely surely we will get there. So, I've got faith.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: but make sure to go rate us, uh, over on Spotify. Uh, make sure to follow the Instagram for all updates. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube and watch the podcast videos that are going to get uploaded this week. Yeah. Okay. All right. And also go check out the TikTok Talking Fit Pod so we can get hella famous and check out. We've got a video at the moment, actually. It's got nearly 10,000 views. Can you believe it? <laughs>
1: it's a controversial one. Yeah, we're getting
0: flamed on it. We're help us out.
1: absolutely <laughs> flamed on uh, it. So. Oh,
0: well, I don't care. All right. Um, but, yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate you all. Love, love you, all. you all. Have um, the best week. Yeah, have a productive week.
1: We hope you get heaps of games. Yes. All right. Bye. Later.